you may not have all the tools right now, but if you continue working at it, well, you'll start to see the tools that you need because you might have the right idea, but working with the wrong, wrong tools right now. And that's why I, I was working with the wrong tools. I was using paper and pencil to draw when my um, paper and pencil was better used for writing the story. I'd like to welcome everyone to another episode of the Let's Get Podcast. I'm your host Zeke, and in this episode, I'm a friend Ashley to speak about her entrepreneurial journey in creating Bell's Signature Creatives. You can find out more about her business by clicking the link in the description below. All day of uh, content, one of any strong language used in this episode, and hope you have a nice day and enjoy the show. Cool. Is it recording? Yeah. So, I'd like to thank you for joining the podcast. No problem. Thanks for having me. Yay. So, <laughs> the first question I'd like to ask is, what would your origin story be and how would you like to represent it? Um, my origin story um, starts from me changing my major um, back at Baruch from accounting to corporate communications. Um, like many college students, you find out that, you know, what you originally thought you wanted to do is not exactly fitting into what you see yourself doing five, 10, 20 years from now. And I'm grateful that I was able to figure that out now than to wait that long and figure it out. Um, and so I changed my major and then I was trying to find exactly what part of communications I wanted to um, work in because it ranges from being a corporate communications professional working for the Fortune 500 companies to um, touching a bit on marketing. You can do some advertising as well. I've done internships in those areas, but I learned that I really wanted to be a publicist and kind of tied in a lot of the things that I wanted to do from a young age, from wanting to work in entertainment, but not necessarily be in front of the camera all the time, um, connecting with people and just sharing a bunch of stories. So I started looking into PR opportunities and internships and found my mentor um, last summer and been just working on national, local um, projects. And I'm in the process of developing my own agency. So that's pretty much my story. Nice. And how would you represent it? Would you write a book, make a movie, make a series? So I love writing since I was in first grade. And I've been writing stories that have yet to be published. So I feel like I'd probably write a story and then take that story and turn it into a movie or maybe a video game. Like I have um, one in process of being that's in the process of being developed now um so yeah i think it'd be pretty cool to see um my story on a, on one of my video games it'd be interesting to to watch <laughs> you're like oh you play it and you're like this level i didn't make this level 
right 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 yeah no i um am definitely trying to you know figure out how to properly tell my story because i'm gonna definitely eventually get to the point where i'm gonna write a book you know um and help hopefully other young entrepreneurs um that go into school thinking that they they know what they want to do they know what they're going to major and everything else um and helping um young people to realize that we don't have to have all the answers i know we hear that all the time when we like go into internships and stuff but it's not just with internships it's with life too um and just actively take initiative to learn and continue being student in life period cool so when you decided to change your major were you scared or you was like this is more of like a this is like the right decision you like i'm confident in this i feel like it was a process because i i was scared because like my my family they're all about okay what's the game plan and when i wanted to change my major i hadn't come up with the game plan yet so it was scary at first because i'm just like i've spent a year two years two and a half years studying to be an accountant um internships until you go down this path i could be secured with a job and everything else but by the time I started to um, develop my, my plan, my game plan, is when I started to realize that this really wasn't for me and I might not be as successful as I think I will be if I continue going down um, that road. So I just, you know, decided I'm going to go, you know, talk to career development, ask them for what resources, because I'm sure... What I noticed was I wasn't the only one that was switching my major. So how can I do it in a way that's not going to have a huge negative impact on me? And I developed my game plan in a month and a half and was ready to keep moving forward. Um, So that way when I told my parents, like, guys, um change my major <laughs> they were just like and the game plan is oh my god i have the game plan i know what i'm gonna do and i kept moving forward and i think that's what made it okay um to show that you know keep going yeah i understand i feel you because like i said multiple episodes i see my major twice and mm-hmm. i was like these time just recalibration like what's next what am I gonna do? Exactly. And you changed it. What year you changed it? So I've changed my minor initially, my sophomore year, and then my junior year I changed my major. And yeah, so I went from being a accounting major with a Spanish minor to a Corporate communications major with a theater minor. 
Yeah, which actually helped me to write my video game and set me up to be a publicist. So it all worked out. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a good combination of like the career, like, okay, this is like the business part of it is your major mm-hmm. and then like helping you to present yourself and then speak is like your minor. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then also I wanted to make sure that, um, cause I know with our school, we had the option to do strictly communication, but I have a passion for business as well. So I didn't just want to give up on all of the other skill sets and other experiences that I had within um, businesses. So that's why I specifically chose to do corporate communications. So that way I can expand upon um, the different types of communication opportunities out there for me while I was solidifying what I wanted to do. Oh. Makes yep. sense, makes sense. Yeah. And so finding that passion, like what was that spark? Like what was that, what about communication makes you passion? What is your passion? I love to connect and I love to talk to people and share stories. Um, So I feel like there's no other major that really kind of in itself says that. And you don't have to necessarily be talking face-to-face to somebody. You can be talking through emails. You can be talking through Podcasts are now a big thing, movies, uh, books, video games, all these different ways in which communication is a big part of the industry, but you don't really think about it. So for me, it was just a thing. It was just about here's this giant kind of like an enterprise of itself like you have accounting you have business you have communications you have art and they all are kind of in intertwined into one communications for me is just one part of a bigger picture having the skills from accounting having the knowledge and experience from different businesses that i've worked with and now learning some new art skills as well. Um, I feel like it's kind of giving me the opportunity to kind of form, continue forming that big picture that I have in my mind. Nice. I can see why we're friends. We're pretty similar. Yeah. And so how long have you been gaming? I've been gaming for several years. Um, not that into uh, PS4s and um, I don't, I cannot tell you all the other video games out there. That's really all I know. I had a Nintendo DS Lite when I was a kid <laughs> with the Zelda game. Um, the gold, it came the gold one that came with the Zelda game? Yep. yep. Yeah. I got my birthday when I was about 12 or so um played that when I um was using my Nintendo like for years I would get all of I was the type of kid that would get all of the imagine um career games 
<laughs> so I had like the imagine fashion designer, imagine um, boutique shop, um, imagine wedding wedding planner, like all those different types of entrepreneurial, um, business oriented type games. That was my thing. So now I'm I've played more um, video games on episodes which is an app, it's called Episodes Interactive officially, but it's an app on um, Android and Apple devices where writers are telling stories and use code um, on their platform to to share stories in a variety of genres, drama, fantasy, science fiction, horror, love stories, um, and... I've been playing that for about, I want to say four or five years now. And it's really evolved in like so many things in society to be more inclusive and celebrate the different types of people in our world. Like they created a few months ago, avatars that have different body shapes, different skin tones. Um, so where you're always trying to figure out how to get uh, your skin tone for um, Black people to kind of match um, how light or dark your hue is, this allows you to really do that because it has a variety of different um, skin tones for people of color. And it also has um, different hairstyles and just like other things that, you actually see in real life, they started to incorporate in the last two years, I would say. Um, maybe even longer, maybe three years, two, three years, they've started to really incorporate a lot more of those aspects of to allow um, writers to include in their stories. So we have like LGBT, um, Q+, Stories are celebrated um, on the platform. Um, They also have interracial um, stories that are shared on the platform. Um, And when my game comes out, definitely can't wait to share with you guys. I've just finished the first episode, but I have to write two more episodes before I can officially announce it. So that's going to be coming up soon. Hopefully I'll have it out by holidays so when people are on winter break and they're home they can play my video game but <laughs> yeah um definitely like just that for me if I'm taking a quick break from just work and school and everything else I will just like sit in the corner for like play a video game nice that's so so many things to tell like how um one of my favorite on YouTubers on the Black on Podcast, he talks about how like video games, like like the like the PlayStation stuff like that, mm-hmm. like, like Madden and things. They when it comes to like, black characters, they don't have like a black variety, and like we don't have braids anymore. We have different hairstyles now, different skin tones. And, like that's how like a major issue. And you guys and your like, episodes are starting too long. Right. Really, yeah. really short variety, and then like people. Are starting to see the what you gonna call it? The I'm like sorry. people are starting to see like the um 
the use of video games and like mm-hmm. how it can be caught into a different thing. Cause I didn't because this is new to me. The episode's new to me. How you guys are using it to write to present stories. Right. So like, is there like a gameplay to it? What type of gameplay is it? What type of gameplay? Um, I'm not sure. I I mean, I can definitely share um the app with you because you'd probably be able to determine um what type of gameplay it is. Um, I just know that when I before I switched to um, my iPhone a few years ago, um, I was playing it on my Android devices. And then what I will say for any of the episode users that may or may not be listening to this podcast, they understand. When you switch from Android to Apple devices, you kind of lose your games. So all the stories that you heard, you kind of have to go back and reread them. So if you're ever switching your phone, make sure you finish playing all your episode games because you will have to restart your entire account. <laughs> um, but yeah, I can definitely send you the um, app information because mm-hmm. um, I'm not I not sure. Um, yeah, I wouldn't be able to tell you. <laughs> I'm not I'm not a hardcore gamer, but I don't mind playing some of these stories. It's really fun. <laughs> Yeah, I'm looking at it right now. I can see what type of this. It's like lifestyle, like light magazines. Mm-hmm. Where people choose their story, people choose their adventure, and then you read through it. Mm-hmm. Some of them you like. There's a range of them, so you can customize some of the stories. Um, where you're just changing the outfits, and some writers just want to stick to their script, or you can even customize the complete character. Get to make certain decisions in the stories. Um, and I know some authors, I don't know if episode's still doing this, but they pay some of the authors for their story that they write. Nice. Money over everything. Mm-hmm. Hopefully my story gets to that level. So mm-hmm. for readers, it means more opportunities I can get to earn a little as an income off the video game. I can see that. I've been playing video games since I was two years old with the PlayStation oh, wow. One. Okay, you're 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 a hardcore gamer. Got it. Yeah, it's more casual because I, I <laughs> I keep up with the news. I I'm not gonna play all the games because that costs money and I don't have money all the time. Yeah, I got you. I got you. This kind of trying to keep me busy while I'm home. Yeah. Something to just pass the time by. And then finish your break and get back to what you got going on in life, you know? Mm-hmm. So switching back to like more of the marketing and stuff. So you're starting your own you starting to build your own agency. How's that going? But building my own agency is actually been interesting. It's not my first time trying to build a business, but I, it's much different now because like when you're starting a business when you're a kid you know some kids are able to sustain it and keep it growing and some kids kind of you know okay I did this for a little while now I'm going to you know move on to something else for me it was I started a tutoring company when I was um, in middle school and 
I ended up moving on from that um, and focusing on different clubs and sports and activities at my high school when I moved up. So now starting my own agency and kind of really making it a business, a small business is completely different. Um, But it's still um, just been a fun experience because, sorry about my dog. Um, (laughs) Not the only episode that's happened before. (laughs) Um, It's been a fun experience because I thought I wanted to start out um, with just, you know, a small PR agency. And that's where um, Bell's Chic Creatives and Bell's Chic, I'm sorry, Bell's Chic Public Relations and Communications came from. But I learned that I wanted to grow my business one day um, in the near future to be more. So that's going to incorporate some more of my writing, more of um, my video games and stuff of that nature and still be a PR agency, a marketing agency, advertising um, company as well. So that's going to be soon. That's going to be revealed soon as well. Hopefully beginning of next year or sooner. I'm hoping to have everything together for that. So by the time this episode should be done. Got it. Yeah. <laughs> see, we'll see. Hope hopefully by when this episode comes out, the website will be ready. <laughs> everything will be set. <laughs> oh, web design. That's the devil. Yeah, yeah. I'm learning so many different skills that I thought I understood when I was younger, but things have changed in the last 10 years. So it's just like, I'm, I'm going to need somebody's help. <laughs> I'm really going to need somebody's help. And understanding that that's okay, too. We yeah. can't keep thinking, you know, oh, I can do this on my own. I'm going to work all the time. I'm going to create my own um, design and manage my social media and create the website. And there's people that do that, and I commend those people. Um, however... You know, managing school, um, home, working um, multiple jobs, and then trying to start a side business. For me, I'm not, you know, one to say that, okay, I need a little help. I need a little guidance. And how can, you know, I find the right person to help me build my website, to help me really get the image that I have in my head for not just what I want now, but what I'm looking to Smokey. I'm so sorry. What I'm looking to um, do in the future as well um, with my business properly. Um, I lost my train of thought for a second. <laughs> so we with that. But no, um, not being, you know, Superman or Superwoman and just trying to do it all and also uh, just you know freelancing is hard it really is um, to all my fellow freelancers out there I understand you know it's it's not the easiest job in the world and I feel like 2020 has really been 
I'm going to start calling 2020 the year of the pivot because if you were the freelancer that was going to events, like photographers had to go to events, you now have to really rethink um, how you're going to manage that industry, your company within that industry, because for months, that was something that you couldn't really do or focus on. Now you have the guidelines where you can kind of pick up um, more business, but people also have to remember that some people are trying to bounce back. So when you see a freelancer go up on their prices, understand that it's going to be some time before you can, you know, be like, oh, well, isn't there this discount or why did you go up? We, we went up because we also have to su- survive and make sure our company sustains for the next quarter, the next year, and down the road. I'm so sorry with my dog attitude today. <laughs> yeah, I get that. Um, man, this is, sometimes like, I don't like doing anything today. I just want to take a rest and just forget about it. Yeah. Because it's, like, it's like a marathon that never stops. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And what I've loved is I've gotten to learn um, so many things from other freelancers. I worked with this amazing graphic designer um, who is Team Media. Shout out to Tiffany. Um, definitely look into... Um, her brand and what she has going on. She's helped me um, with making my brand and my um, agency that I'm developing really embody what I want for the future. And marketing um, and how that's more than just uh, creating a flyer, putting it out there, on you know the internet on your personal page one time um i participate in a monthly marketing group to learn different skills and develop marketing strategies so that way people know what's going on with my company's brand and then my personal brand because people are you know People are interested in who is behind that company. When, what's a business? Ivory Park with Beyonce, her clothing line that she has. Perfect. People love Ivory Park. And now they see Beyonce's face on it. They are even more in love with it. Okay, this is something that Beyonce is doing people know what Beyonce, who Beyonce is, what she's about, and what she stands for. Now you attach that to Ivory Park and Ivy Park, I'm sorry. Um, And that being of a different, you know, lane, but also, you know, it attracts more attention because they associate it with Queen Bee. So more people are going to, oh, they just dropped, I think they're dropping them next week, next Friday. Um, some new clothes, so I have to see what's going on because I saw some outfits that I did like, so I will definitely be checking that out soon for myself. 
Yeah, and then we building from scratch, building from the start. More of the side, cool. What's next? Everything is next. Exactly. And for me, the biggest thing is staying organized. And so I, I'm all about planners, and I decided to create one. So I like just created my own planner and like knowing how this year went from people having their planners where they had it set from 2020 to 2021. Now, um, that's kind of just went out the window. 2020 gone. It's like, <laughs> bye. So I created a planner where, you know, since we might be continuing with this virus um, in the near future, my planner, you know, it doesn't have a set year. So if you are having meetings at work and you are concentrating on, you know, daily tasks um, at your job or even in school being a um, student myself one week, then the next week you are not as, you know, involved with meetings or projects and assignments, that's okay. You don't have to um, have that planner for, like, every single day use because I know myself, I um, don't always write down everything every single week. But this planner particularly allows me to pick up where I left off and kind of keep track and stay focused on what I'm doing. And I'm going to order a few more copies. My, um, this is my copy that I ordered. Um, and I'm going to be having it for sale soon for a Black Friday. And the digital copy is in my bio, in my Instagram. So make sure to check it out. And by, I want to say by mid-November, you should be able to purchase. Um, I'm going to try to get two versions of the um, physical copy. So that way for people who like big planners and for those that like small planners as well. Nice. So far, can that physical come out? You should be able to get it. Yep. Yep. It's the schedule for me weekly planner. Yeah. Middle the first planner. It's just great. Never used it. Yeah, no. <laughs> No, this one has some cute sayings um, to keep you motivated. Note section in the back. Um, you know, the weekly breakdown, what your focus is on for the week, a little note section there as well. And um, a monthly reflection so you can review, you know, if whatever set goals or plans that you have for the month, like we do for the week. Um, you know, what you achieved and what you're planning for the following months. Nice. Yep. And with all that, did you like find your target market or are you still building that perfect customer, like that building a perfect customer? I think that my target market is mainly Gen Z and millennials um, because millennials are like, excited kind of like already have this going got their businesses rolling but they're still um most millennials are still willing to learn and um interested in different 
different products and different um, services that will help them improve what they're doing. And then Generation Z is for like all of the students and not just in graduate school, because I know Generation C is starting to hit there, but um, the students in college, high school that are just getting started. Like I met a 12 year old that has a business already. Like, and she is just doing her thing. And it's like, okay, it's not just the age group thing anymore. Um, People are not just developing small businesses because of a necessity to survive, but because they have a passion for doing something outside of their daily routines, I'll say. And they are looking to share that whether they're not whether they're looking to monetize that or not they're looking to share that um passion with other people yeah and it's good to have like a support system at home help them with that and everything i try to make money i try to say go to school i was like whatever i always have to make money yep exactly and do you feel like you're enjoying the sweaters right now? Say it's like, all right, there's more. Each time you open one door, there's more doors behind that door. You said, am I enjoying my classes? Or you're enjoying your time doing this? Or like, um, I am really enjoying um the process and getting to learn and hone in on the skills that I had and kind of reuse them. And what's the word I'm looking for? Evolve. Evolve the skills that I had um, growing up. I remember I used to I used to trace because I couldn't draw all that well. And so that turned into um, creating, I feel like, a different type of art that kind of made me interested in digital art because rather than tracing a cartoon for my projects um to get the character that I wanted and so I'm gonna have to draw a stick figure when I was in um elementary school I would digitalize that character that I had in my head and then that turned into my video game so just you know continuing to stay focused on you know that that one thing that you enjoy doing may not understand it. I didn't understand why I was always, you know, drawing stuff, knowing that I really couldn't do it, but it became something better over time. So definitely, you know, just for all your viewers, for anybody that is watching this, um, don't give up on that. Like those tiny little things, you'll eventually realize that, it's something it's the start of something that can really just bring you so much joy um and possibly some money um when you get older and and years later yeah i can see the evolution is like it's not it's more of um what you call it it's not the medium might not be what 
it is, but the idea could be presented somewhere in a different way. Right. Like I had the idea, I just need the right tools. Exactly. You may not have all the tools right now, but if you continue working at it, well, you'll start to see the tools that you need because you might have the right idea, but working with the wrong, wrong tools right now. And that's why I, I was working with the wrong tools. I was using paper and pencil to draw when my um, paper and pencil was better used for writing the story. And I found that um, the computer was a better tool for me to create the characters in the story. Or just give me a computer, I'll make it saying, I'll just give it, I got it. Yep. Yeah, some old things. I used to like drawing. Then I was like, it was always, I, I like, I started drawing because when it's a drawing, I was like, that's my work. Yeah. I, um, I liked a lot of anim- animations, even as a, even as a kid. I love to focus on animations. And so that stuck with me. <laughs> Yeah. And then when I described the podcast, it was like this one continuous screen of this nonstop. Just everything's on fire, but everything's just moving. Exactly, exactly. How, I know you've been doing the podcast for a minute. How, um, how often have you been putting out your episodes for the podcast? Because I feel like that's a, uh, way to tell stories and share things with people as well uh it's been uh when i was planning it i was like i cannot do weekly because to keep up will yeah. i will fall eventually so that's why i pre-planned that has the 10 episodes for each season and then i decided to put it out the first the last week of january this year that was a sad week but you know okay and then just go 10 to 10, take two months off just because I need time to take a break, recharge, and then just prepare for the next season. I like that strategy. I really do like that strategy. I don't think, like, I have my Instagram Live, which season two started um, on September 29th. Um, but a lot of the people that I'm looking to have on my show are a little bit busy right now. Um, because the fall season and the end of the year and things have changed. So I might have to switch it up a bit. Um, I don't, you know, Instagram series are more weekly or daily type of productions. Yeah. Um, I don't know about podcasts, though. I might might consider doing podcasts because you still get to see well, here, um, you know, the conversations, but the, I'm, I really like the interaction with the audience and, you know, being live and seeing people face to face, well, screen to screen, <laughs> um, to kind of have that conversation. So maybe a podcast in the future. We'll, we'll have to see. Who knows? Yeah, it has a strength. Each side has a strength to advantage. This helps me just keep up with it. Because like consistency is the number one key, but then the down period, just kind of, I need to figure out how to get people, new people into it. Mhm, mhm. 
And then by doing it weekly, eventually it's going to catch up steam because people will be like, all right, they get to, they get to that rhythm. They're like, cool, it's this week, this week, this week, next week, you know, what day. And then right. they tell the other people. And then the algorithm will, will realize and very cool people are actually interacting with it. Mm-hmm. And then, then they'll show it to more people. And you can have like your ten episodes done in a like two week span, and then you just got to put it out, and you're good yeah. to go. What I do is just edit, and mm-hmm. then um, what you call it? Just put it in YouTube, and then just remember, just have the reminder on the on the phone like, hey, take it out. Exactly. Exactly. Because at first, it's going to do fifteen. Mm-hmm. School twice a year, fifteen, fifteen. Then my friend was like, "That's all over." So I was like, "Okay, I do it." Too. I mean, you know, the right people will listen to fifteen episodes if they really love your show. They will listen to the fifteen episodes, and honestly, it'll make them feel like, "Wait, where did it go? What happened?" Um, but just you know, thank you from public standpoint. If you were to do that and like do it twice a year, you'd also have to like give a little bit in that in between. So ten might be that sweet point. Yeah, that's why the ten. It's the same amount of episodes so just broken up between. Instead of two, it's just it's three. Right. Now. And then I added the transcripts. That was. Yeah. That was a lot. Of, that's a lot of work. It is. It is. When you're a freelancer, you are doing a whole lot more than just, you know, being the interviewer in your case or being a publicist in my case, you are doing the daily tasks um, that, you know, sometimes you have a team to help you and sometimes you're doing it by yourself. So it's interesting. It is very, very interesting. But I'm enjoying it. I have to say that much. I really am enjoying it. Um, I'm hoping that I uh, get in a position to hire a team in a few years. That's definitely one of the goals that I have for my um, business. Um, Ranging like different industries from marketing, advertising, writers, publicists, even so yeah what do you see with um your podcast where do you see it going uh, i think uh it could probably be a name of a bigger brand so i was thinking about owning a black production company and have different shows under it mm-hmm. and then having this as like the catalyst or another way it's like to uh, license the name and then have different shows under that name on the left gather name so it's more of seeing where I'm falling. But I'm still trying to figure out my target market because the podcast is pretty much specifically towards like me and then I'm into multiple different things. Right. I'm still trying to find out how to even, what you call it? Even categorize it. I don't know. Honestly, sometimes we're just overthinking things. Yeah. But I had to like realize I was in the beginning, I was overthinking some of the things that I wanted to do and thinking that, oh, I gotta, I gotta have, you know, 
um, certain amount of knowledge to be considered an expert, I have to have, um, you know, a website. Okay. Um, I'm building a website. Don't get me wrong, but I want, you don't want to, and I think a lot of um, interns learn this or hear this at one or many of their internships. I know I, when I was a freshman, they told us this a lot um, back at, when I was working at PwC, that you want to make sure you take your time to do the work properly rather than rush to put out uh, something just to say you did it and have it done and then having to go back and fix it because that is not, you know, that's going to help people somewhat connect with you. But then when you have that client or you have that opportunity and you hand them, you know, your product, your work, but then you have to kind of go back and fix it and there's changes and stuff, they're probably going to look at you kind of like um, this person isn't actually ready. So just always, you know, take your time. Um, not saying, you know, slack your feet or anything, but just take your time to make sure you have it where you are 100% sure you're ready to put this out. If you're second guessing it, take a step back, get a mentor, definitely get a mentor to help guide you to position yourself so that way you can be ready and continue to work on the skills that you need to get to the next level. But take a step back if you don't feel completely comfortable in what you have produced. And, you know, reach out to your mentor, reach out to other experts and ask them questions to see, you know, how you can change your work so that way when you present it to the world, it's good. And yeah. it's what you want it to be. Of course. And yep. when I put it out, I was like, why not? It's mostly, and then even then things all evolve and change over time anyway. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. People are not going to not expect for change to happen, but try to, you know, try not to have that change happen too many times um, and make sure it makes sense. <laughs> like, make sure that it makes sense. Cool. When you start your show, I'm like, oh my God, another show to watch. I'm sorry? You saw the show and go, oh my God, another show to watch. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That time. Yeah, still got a little bit of time. Yeah. What else is going on? This marketing? Um, I'm going to be honest. Like I said, freelancing is a little hard. Um, 
And I feel like, you know, there's 24 hours a day and how you use that 24 hours is essential. But I kind of thought that I was going to be in a place where I'm going to, I'm going to have the same type of drive as like the people I've been working myself around. Cause you get into that, that feelings like you surround yourself with, you know, experts, you surround yourself with people that are, you know, doing it. You'll end up feeding off that energy and you'll, you know, exceed just, you'll be just as great as they are. Um, but the, other side to that is that sometimes that can be a little bit intimidating when things don't go as planned. Like they may have been doing this for eight, 10 years, which is not something that people tend to remember when you're working with experts and your mentor and supervisors. When you're just starting out, you don't know everything, you're learning. And that's great, but don't forget the skills that you learned in the beginning and keep sharpening those skills as you learn new ones because that will really help you to get to that next level, knowing that, okay, you're really good with this aspect of the business. This aspect needs a little work. Like I am really good at writing press releases and pitches but sometimes you know developing the graphic the right graphic for instagram or my facebook page i had a little bit of help with that so i will ask my friend my um my good friend tasia she's really good at like creating these beautiful graphics and has an amazing aesthetic um and even tiffany she um she has a social media uh, management service with her company and she has um, three clients that I know and their pages have just become so beautiful and one day I will be hiring Tiffany because I want my page to be that beautiful too but you know just take the time to work on the beginning work at the beginning you have to pay your dues something my mom always used to tell me I never understood it but pay your dues and continue to work on learning listening and developing the right skills that's what's going to get you to the next level and when you get to that level go back and review those skills so that way you don't lose them of course yeah I was thinking about the same thing. I was like, I'm only year one, so mm-hmm. well, when this come out, this will be year two, so. Yep. I was like, I did well for year one. It started. Hopefully, yep. I got the thousand downloads. I'd be like, yay, small goals. Definitely. I, 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 I believe it. I believe you will get there. I 110% believe you'll get there. I'm at, at this current recording, I'm at 7.32. So. Hey. You're almost there. You're almost there. Yeah, and I just, I'm more. And then, yeah, I was speaking to like another episode in the season B. He's talking, 
to a marketer, he's more good like a strategy, but he needs help with like some do like help with the graphics. Some like I need I'm great at graphics and like just editing. But if somebody else can do like a strategy, I'm like, that'd be perfect. Yeah. It's all about building a team. Exactly, exactly. Oh, this was definitely, definitely fun. I appreciate you inviting me onto the podcast. Like, I was excited to, you know, hear what you've been doing with it um, and share, you know, some of my stuff. Um, So, yeah, I really appreciate the opportunity. Oh, no problem. And the last question, what would you name your origin story? <laughs> um, I think I have two names. Mm-hmm. Um, one might be Full Circle, which happens to be the name I have right now for my video game. I mean, I just believe that sometimes where you start and you don't know what you're doing or why you're doing this, things do usually end up coming full circle. Um, and then the other name hmm, would just have to be, um, young, ambitious, and curious. Nice. Well, thank you for being a guest. Yep. Hope you do well. When our shows come on, I'll be like, oh my God, your show comes on first, and then my show comes on, and then we'll have it on our own network. Speaking into existence, I'm here for the network. <laughs> <laughs> there will be a competition, I'll be like, all right, I'll see what yep. she's doing, and i do it better. <laughs> no, 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 there's enough room for everybody for the top. We're going to collaborate together. We're gonna- <laughs> yes, we're going to collaborate as I get to the top, yes. <laughs> Yes. All right. All right. Yep. Yep. Um, I got another Zoom to go to. Yes. I got a couple more Zooms to do. So I got to get back to work. But I, again, appreciate this opportunity. Thank you so much for having me on the show. No problem. Anytime. All right. Bye. Bye. That brings another episode of the Let's Cat Podcast to a close. Again, you can find out more about Bell's Signature Creatives by clicking the link in the description below. For next week, I have the host of the 2D podcast to speak about podcasting and learning about animation. I hope you continue your next day, and I hope to see you there.